Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's my theme music? Let's get to the facts and those fucking sheets. I'm It's everywhere. Uh, I'm back. What up, what up, what up, people? Did you miss me? Did you miss me, Tom? I guess I can publicly admit that. Just just admit it. Just I just said it. I guess I can publicly admit that. I wasn't denying it. Here, take the laptop, woman. It's been a month since y'all seen my beautiful face. Did you tell everybody we on Tuesdays now? I did. I okay. did. We on Tuesdays now. You got to make sure. I'm here on Tuesdays. It's been a up and downish month for me. Um, we just had a bad storm. So I thought you were going to say we just had a baby. <laughs> just like, wait a minute. We just had a bad storm. So my co-host is not here. Um, and I think my guest, um, she was supposed to video in, but she haven't showed up. So I hope nothing bad happened on her end. Um, she might come in later on, but I made it through the storm. So, you know, I wasn't going to miss my season opener. <laughs> She made it through the storm in more than one way. <laughs> She's here annoying the hell out of me, people. Yeah. You know, I miss you. I'm glad somebody does. So, um, this month has been a crazy month for me. Uh, my best friend was in a bad car accident. He was in a coma for like two, uh, two days. But everybody who's been asking about him, he's getting better every day. That's good to hear. So, you know, woo, woo, woo. I met his girlfriend. We didn't get along at first, but that's my boo now. Hey, Quetta. Some things bring that's people together. Us together. <laughs> like some, <laughs> certain th- some things bring people together. <laughs> so, woo, woo. What else happened while I was on break? I got a new job, you know, yeah, that I love. And for all y'all that didn't care that I lost mine and didn't ask if I need anything, Fuck y'all too. Oh so, my! <laughs> but you know, God seen the way, so I was good. You know, yeah. Where my applause button? Where my applause button? Where my applause button? Oh, you break it. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Like, like, I'm gonna take my stuff from you. You're not act. Whatever. Don't take nothing from me. So today, since I don't have my guest, my producer is going to be my guest. Because most of the time, uh, the subject is today is daddy issue. And most of us probably have daddy issues. Daddy issues, sometimes mommy issues, but not as much as daddy issues are issues in relationships in the homes. Um, so 
Huh? See, daddy issues. Daddy. You gonna make fun of the way I talk today? Yeah. <laughs> Don't act like this is a this is not a regular thing. This is what you miss. <laughs> so yes, I said daddy issues, you know. Um a lot of people would not admit that they have daddy issues, but a lot of us do have daddy issues. Um, Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think daddy issues are stronger in men or women? <laughs> you ask me, I think it's men. Why? I'm not saying you're wrong. I just a right or wrong. Of men like... are raised by women. True. So they act. I can cut. It's your show. This is my show. I cuss. They ask bitch ass. They have bitch assness in them. What I mean is they bitch made. What I mean by bitch made is they act like women because they was raised like women. They emotional. Like my friend said to me, he was like, y'all complain about men that was raised by y'all. Okay. which is a fact because men are highly more emotional. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? So are you saying men that who are raised by women are more emotional or just men in general? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I I'm think di- men that are raised by women are more emotional. Okay. I can give, I'll give you that. Then men that are raised by their father. Now, is this you saying this, or is the I honey, said, I or is this the honey said, peach said, saying that? I said, I think I ain't drunk yet. Hold okay. on, gotta, we had one glass. Gotta make okay. sure before we dive in. But I say that men that are raised by women are more emotional. That's true, and they don't take things like a man that was raised by a man. Now, let let me get you on. Like, daddy is, all daddy issues are not men not being in the home. Some men can be in the home, and they could just be bad daddies. This is true. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying, like, you know, it's a lot of deadbeat dads in the motherfucking house. But the mama won't just let them niggas go. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it can be a 50-50. <laughs> you know. Uh, going back to your original topic, I agree with you. Men who are raised by women are more sensitive than men who are raised by other, by good men in the household. Okay. That put an emphasis on good men, good father figures. Right, right, right. Um, right. Partially is because men, they're, when one man teaches another man, they teach them not to express their emotions. So it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because a man who's usually who does have a father figure in his house teaches him another way for those emotions to be conveyed and it may not always be the most healthiest way of doing it whereas in a woman is always emotionally expressive um therefore her son becomes emotionally expressive too now the when you send me the invite your brother when you send me the invite i'll be there he's he's updating he's in charge of the roster list <laughs> for the next few months so do not be alarmed if my brother is inviting you to the show i'll be there not this week though i didn't say did i say this? i just said i'll be there when he sent me the invite. no no I, i'm i'm kind of in his way in, in a way telling him don't have her this week i'll tell you off air okay <laughs> okay but getting back to what we were saying um 
women tend to make their son their boyfriend or man of the house. So he gets treated a certain way. And because he gets treated this particular way and he's felt that he is proverbially God's gift to women, when he goes out into the real world and now he has to actually deal with women, he doesn't know how. And that's why you'll get these emotionally distraught, whiny, don't know how to treat a woman kind of a man. The fuck niggas you guys can't stand. Because, like you said, a woman made him this way. Yes, Barbara. <laughs> yes, Barbara. No, I'm just saying. Because uh, like a woman quick to say, I didn't raise my son to be like that. Well, where you learned it from, Shirley? <laughs> a lot of a lot of women do raise their sons with the intentions <laughs> of being the man that they wanted. <laughs> now, getting to Edward, this is not every woman, uh, every single mother who's done this. I won't even say single mother because I've seen mothers who found a man, got married to another man, and still treat their son because he was there first mm-hmm. at a pedestal sometimes even above what the new stepdad is. Right. But my, okay. I agree with a lot of what you're saying. You like should. With I me, just ex- what you said. <laughs> <laughs> like with me, for example. Um, my father wasn't there in the beginning you know, um, he was there, I think, until I was like five, but he this he just disappeared. Like I don't know what happened. All I know is he got married and had another family. Oh, he was with that woman before. But uh, look, she back was. in the day, kids didn't sit in grown folks' face. So we didn't know what happened. She wasn't new. <laughs> you know, she been we there. didn't hit him arguing. We didn't we didn't know, you know, what happened. Like nine days kids sit in grown people's face. And they know everything that's going on in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Back then, we we didn't do that. So when he wasn't there, you know, I end up with a stepdad who is the father of my um, my brothers and sisters. And he raised me like he, I was his own, you know. But... Was your brothers and sisters his only kids? For a while, yeah. Then uh, he ended up uh, once him and my mom broke up, he ended up with uh, another woman who he had a daughter by. Okay. Let's stay right here for a minute. Mm-hmm. Was he still active in your brothers and sisters' lives? Yeah. What do you think about a man who started a new family mm-hmm. but became absentee in his previous kid's life? Is he st- Now, he's taking care of this kid, his new kid, that's fantastically too. Okay. Okay. That that's kind of what happened with my dad. It was just basically like once he started a new family, it was just like me and I didn't exist. You know, like I I it felt like I didn't exist. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't hear anything else or or that nature, you know. Right. And then you got um when he got with my sisters now, which my daddy, the family that he ended up with, which is my sisters. How many and brothers my brothers. and sisters you got? Now? I got six. I mean, okay. when he ended up with my sisters and brothers, um, mom and stuff, they was together for a long time. He married her. Disappear. Oh. <laughs> he married her and then uh I can't stand your brother. He married her. 
But then once he got done, uh, once he left her, he ended up with somebody else who he had a son by. So, and then he stopped taking, stopped, I guess, being in my sister's them lives. And they kind of resented, resent him a little bit for that. You know, he came back around in my life when I needed him. That's all okay. I would say. Before, I think I had daddy issues because I was mad at the world. I was doing all type of stuff that I wasn't supposed to be doing, you know. You, you but... was going home with strange men? No. Hey, you said you wasn't supposed to be doing. Look, this is, they say that some women, when they have their daddy issues, they end up doing. I acted out in a whole different way. I, I that, like, I'm just saying. I was a whole dude. I ended up in gangs. I ended up fighting all the time. Man, you are from all Chicago. All type of crazy stuff. You are from Chicago. You probably like, going to be in a gang anyway. My mom sent me to live with my grandma. She sent me back in a week like, uh-uh, I can't <laughs> with this child. Like, what was your AA Street Vice Lord? It was horrible. But. He ended up coming back into my life when I needed him the most. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And now we haven't been, we haven't been in, we've been inseparable. So. so did he show up on the gang turf talking about, you know, I got to no, take my, my daughter. No, my mom dropped me off to him like, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, did, he, did he come up and he grew up, <laughs> like, with, the, he grew up with Tukey and them and says, it's my daughter. You <laughs> have to work it out. Oh, my mom dropped me off like, yeah, it's your turn. I can't do it. <laughs> so the, so she, uh, she ministers beside you. Uh, your mama pulled up to his crib was like, I've done what I can and just left you. <laughs> so what the hell was you out here doing, fam? You, should, you are a whole woman. A woman should not be getting dropped off at her daddy house like, I can't do nothing with this nigga. <laughs> the hell? That's exactly how it went. <laughs> like, get the, no disrespect to you, but I, I can see your mama say, get this little bitch before I kill her. I feel like your mama said that to you. Did your mama say that to you? <laughs> I don't remember exactly what she said. But that was basically where she went with but it. But she was like, no. <laughs> On a daily basis, how often did you and your mama throw fists? No, one thing about me, I even though I was a bad teen, I can get I can get I was a bad teen. I never disrespected my mother. Okay. So that So you, you know, had morals. Yeah, I never dis I don't disrespect no adult. You were just moving drugs. You know, you I'm just, not that. You got to understand, too. I have grandmothers and things like that. So it's just no, you, like, you naturally don't disrespect grandma. But yeah, one thing I don't do is disrespect my mom. Now, now sometimes she make me mad. So I just won't talk to her for a little while. But <laughs> I never disrespect her. But he saved my life. That's all I can say. So right now we're just as close as we can ever be. And he's kind of, it's like he's my hero. You, you know, made him your guest today. Who? Your daddy. Yeah. This would have been hard. You know, he had a stroke, so it's just like... You just could have pre-recorded him. Yeah. But he's my hero, so I just, you know, I like a man that can save me. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he did. That's your problem now. What? You want to be saved. Sometimes I would like to be saved, yes. You are too big and strong <laughs> of a woman to be demanding to be saved. And that's not even on no independent shit. Anybody who has physically met Kiana know that this woman could could beat the brakes off of 85% of the city. And she's from Chicago, so she just fight because she wants to. I don't fight anymore. I calm down with that a lot. I'm glad you did. You know, I don't do that. I just walk away from situations because these people don't want to see you win anyway. So, you know, they start. I want to see you win. I know. How about your dad, though? How did that go? Well, first of all, fuck that nigga. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the clicky guy. <laughs> nah, um, 
it took years. Like I'm 42 and I'm just now getting to that point where I can just accept the fact that he just wasn't good at being a father to me. See, the thing about it is, is my situation is similar to your situation, but it's a whole lot wilder. If you've ever listened to my show, you ever listened to Mimi show, I've, I've talked about my dad a lot, especially on Mimi show, whenever she has her daughter on the show and they have their little mommy, mommy. Hold daughter on, let me pause you right quick. Don't be... So I want to say this because I, I before this is off the subject. Okay? <laughs> this is off the subject. Okay. This is my friend Walter. I know that. Okay. He watches my show all the time. Every every okay. episode. Me and Walter are really good friends. And um Walter was the only person, the only man that actually texted me when I lost my job and called me and asked me if I needed anything. He even offered me a job up there with him. Like I they hiring up here with me, you know. So all you other suckers that's mad because I'm not returning your calls or your text messages and all that thing. Yeah, y'all on my do not disturb. <laughs> because simple fact is, yeah, y'all appreciate a bitch like me. So back to the, <laughs> back to you. Well, hey, Walter. That's also because you the strong friend. <laughs> and you know people don't check on the strong friend. You know. I'm just saying. Oh, they check. They call to. They call for other stuff though. Cause you the strong friend. You know, but yeah. Anyway, that's a whole nother. Top, <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. But I forgot where hey, I was Webby. at. I forgot where I was at with my dad. Be dad. Oh yeah. So my dad was the definition of a Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Me and my sister, who currently lives in Mississippi right now, is seven months apart. Mm-hmm. Okay. During the time my my mom and my sister mom was together, it was one of those ain't shit kind of a niggas to sum it up in a nutshell. He loves his daughters. So when it came time for him to be a dad, he chose to be more active in my sister's life than in my life. Fast forward a few more years, he met another woman, had my brother, married his wife. I give him a pass to a certain extent because she is a very she was a very possessive woman. Like everything you do, you do for your son first. My sister, of course, hey dad, I need this to a certain extent. She got it. You know, a little resistance, a little let me see what I can do. Give it maybe out of five times my sister would ask for something, she'll get it three. Okay. Whereas and if I ask for something. Let me see what I can do. Won't hear from him again for another year. Okay. It was even so bad that we lived three blocks away from each other. He didn't even know I lived right around the corner uh-huh. when this is when I was older. Then once again, my dad being my dad end up having yet another child. I did not meet my baby sister until my grandmother's funeral. Uh-huh. Okay. Collectively, in my whole entire 42 years, I'll take that back, 30 years, because my dad died about 10 years ago. only reason why I remember that, because I was starting TDR literally the same day he was in the hospital when he passed. In my 30 years of existence, I spent no more than two weeks total with my dad physically. 
Mm-hmm. What are you laughing at? Go ahead. I'm not laughing at you. I know. I, I, <laughs> I want to laugh too. <laughs> so I, I need some humor. I have a story. So what's your story? My best friend is on here. Which one? Martel. Okay. Real <laughs> so, ass nigga. You know. Uh, so <laughs> he has this issue with the big wheel. And they never bought him this big wheel. Man, I, <laughs> bro, I feel you on that, dog. I feel you on that. When your dad say he going to get something for you and he don't do that, dog, that shit will sit on you. My sister was promised a karaoke machine for her birthday. Do you know, still to this day, she brings up that damn karaoke <laughs> machine every fucking Christmas until they bought her a damn karaoke machine. Take in consideration she a nurse, so she could have been done bought it herself, but it's the principal. Exactly with It's him. the fucking principal. Somebody I wanted... had to buy him the damn big wheel, and they just bought it for him last year because he kept Asking for my dad was supposed wheel. to get me a fucking Voltron, okay? <laughs> the lion ones where you can play with each car by itself and make it transform, and that nigga did not come through. Taking consideration, my birthday is a week before Christmas, so mm. that means you had two chances to get this right, my nigga. Did not, not come through. <laughs> Fuck you. I was pissed at that nigga for years. Years. <laughs> then at his funeral, and this is when I, I had to, I really had like, this is where my hate for my dad really grew. I'm sitting at his funeral and you got all these people around, like everybody singing the praises of this man and how wonderful he is, the whole nine yards. Facts, bruh. If it didn't come from him, it don't matter, bruh. Fuck that shit. But. Everybody's singing his praises at his funeral, right? Talking about how great of a man is, his girlfriend, his baby mamas, the whole nine yard. They all there just, you know, talking highly of him. And it's like, I'm sitting here like, I don't know who the fuck y'all talking about. I wasn't there for none of these events. So you had no emotions at the funeral? How could I? To me, I was sitting at a, a stranger's funeral. I would have had more emotion going to see uh, the first lady of the church's funeral than I would at my own father's funeral because outside the people that was there, I didn't know who they were talking about. I couldn't express any emotion. The only thing I had that whole funeral was anger. Okay? Not angry because he's dead. Not angry because everybody got these stories. I was angry because you didn't have the decency to sit down and at least have one conversation with me before you die. Because after hearing all these stories and putting pieces together, I understood why he wasn't there. Didn't accept it, but I understood why he wasn't there. But you never had a conversation with me so we could talk about that. You can show up at my crib to get paperwork signed so you don't have to pay back child support but you can't sit down and have a conversation with me about why you wasn't here. So do you think that affects? Oh, most definitely. You ain't got to finish that. You ain't got to finish that story. Most definitely. I got to finish my question. Nope. I already know. The answer is yes. It most well, definitely did. <laughs> In effect, I think our uh, men, that's fatherless men, it does affect the relationship a lot in women. It affects every relationship. Yeah. Because one, my daughters, I'm very adamant about being in their lives. 
Okay. Like I make sure that they not only know that their dad loves them, that their dad provides for them. And I don't want them to never feel like they can't come to me about anything. Like my youngest, she has an emotional issue. First of all, she's a Scorpio. So I, I, I feel bad for the world for that alone. Okay. <laughs> Scorpios ain't that bad. She. They, they are. This one is. This is yeah, an angry. Li- this is an angry little something. <laughs> like she angry. You know, my so, best friend is Scorpio. That food right there, the one that just put. And this up. nigga be angry. <laughs> this is an angry nigga. He will he will ride or die for you for life, but when he mad, oh my god! Okay, <laughs> he mad at somebody now, and that, that nigga, I swear. Not even mad at you for that, bro. <laughs> Give me my fucking big wheel before you get anything else from me about this. And you know what really made me mad with dog? He was there for my brother's life, like from the day he was born to my brother turned eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. So very important years. He was there, like beginning to end, okay? Mm-hmm. Wasn't there for me, okay? Then for me to find out, you knew where I lived. You knew how to get a hold of my mother. You knew how important it is to have a father figure. And your excuse was because my mom remarried, oh, I'm good. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. See, because my stepdad, he also had girls before he had met my mom. So it was also a same situation there where he had some other kids over here where they were good mm-hmm. in his mind. I wasn't going to be a part of that cycle regardless. So that's why I'm kind of glad I don't have a son. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want a son, but not anymore now. I got two older daughters. I don't want my, my son having two older sisters. That's hard. It's a hard life to live. It's, 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 it's really hard to raise children without a father. Um. Like my kids, um, they had a stepdad in their life, but I was the disciplined parent. He he was not disciplined enough, but he was there to fill that void of a father. So you were the disciplinarian, he was the fun one? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, me and Teresa, we 50 50. Yeah, no, I'm the, I'm not, if I tell you one more time after that first time, and you don't do it, if I tell, have to tell you one more time, I'm knocking your black off your body. See, me and Teresa, <laughs> okay, with me and I'm Teresa, that, I'm that parent. <laughs> with me and Teresa, is weird because she has the girls way more than I do because, like, I would work and this and then of course my new business i'm starting so i'm always busy but i try to incorporate the girls in it too like they come to the studio if it if it wasn't for the fact that they were going by their grandmother house they would have been here right now that's what i'm asking by you being a parent because i just feel like nine days i see back in the 80s if you if you looked a lot of 80s kids, which is like me, you, right. and, well, you like 79, 78, right? Bam, you right there, so don't so, be... Well, don't well be... I'm just saying, like, light of 70 and 80s children, our dads wasn't in the house. Our some da- of them. Our dads wasn't in the house for a lot of reasons, though. Yeah. Like, it's not the same... So, it's not as strong of a reason as it is now. If your dad wasn't in the house, you probably had a stepfather. But True. he was working... True. You know, and uh, you know, it was a lot of single moms, but now I see a lot of men like a lot of my male friends, 
are very good fathers. I can say the same thing too. All my all all my friends might not be ain't shit niggas. Yeah, but they're great dads. Yeah, you know, I can I can, I can say collectively, my friends males will grab their kids no matter how they many will raise their kids. they will get all their yeah. kids and they will do things collectively together. My daughters are probably the only ones who don't really hang out with the circle that often mm-hmm. because I have babies and all my friends' kids are like hitting that teenage area right now. I think next to my kids, the next youngest ones are like 10, 10 and 12. So my kids can't really kick it with them like that. Yeah, but um, what I was saying, I'm beating your kids. No, go back to the other one. <laughs> Wait, Asai, you can't be beating no other people's kids. Now I need you to beat your own kids. <laughs> hey, man, I don't, I don't know. You probably have some bad Stop, kids. But you know what? I don't even man. let people have to bring their kids to my house because if I can't chastise your child, don't. Don't ask me to watch your child because what? your child is not finna come over there and fuck up my shit. Hold on, <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on one moment. So let 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 let's go to the, what Walter just said. And I want uh-huh. you to grasp the concept of how wild this is. Okay, what he say? My my pop. pops name my sister, who he had with another woman after my mom. <gasps> so that's like saying me and you together. And I go out here and I sleep with another woman and I name my daughter by that woman, Kiana. That was like, you still love me. But the other woman should be pissed. Hold on. We don't know what the status is with the other woman. Because this day and age, women were... Our, during when we were kids, the other woman was okay with being the other woman as long as that man took care of his responsibilities. Like I said, my my dad was a Rolling Stones in so many words. Every single relationship that my dad had, he had a solid side chick. And I mean, like, they played their role, side chick. Mm -mm. That is crazy. But I just feel like now... I'm putting that on a shirt, too. I got you, Tello. What's Tello your shirt is a great stepdad. What's your what's your what's your shirt Because you know size, he ain't though? got no kids, so he always in stepdaddy mode. Men, <laughs> men who marry women that don't have their own kids are fantastic dads. They are. I don't know what it is about. Like it's not like they even want to make new kids with this woman. They great raising this nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like they are like I'm gonna raise you like my own, but I don't want none. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like with I had to double check who that was. True say she pretty looking oh, at her like, photo. I was gonna say, hey, give me her number. And I re- <laughs> look and I realized I already got it. <laughs> <laughs> True say, but look, what I'm saying is like my male friends, all of them are great fathers, Webby. Uh, Will, uh, Boom, everybody that I know that are dads are great fucking dads. But I feel like as men, they daughters. With that being said... So all of them got daughters? Yes. Okay. I just feel like would you want your daughter to date someone like you? Because we as women do look for men in our dad. 
Now, right. Okay. So like now, now, now that's that's very that's very tricky. Okay. Okay. Tell me why it's tricky. It's, it's very tricky because when we say, "Do we want a man? Do we want our daughters to date a man like us?" We have to think about where are we are in life. Would I want my daughters dating a man who behaves like me? Yes. I'm fun. I'm caring. I will always keep you motivated. Life will be fantastic. Plus, with them being Cancers and Scorpios, by default, you're compatible with a Sagittarius. So it'll work. 20-year-old me? I'm probably the reason why you think all niggas ain't shit. But you also need that experience to learn how to grow, too. Like, would you date your dad? Would you date a man like your dad? No. No. I'm talking about, like, the way he is now. The way he is now, yes. But my dad told me, and I'm going to tell you, he had this serious talk with me. He set me down. You know, being raised by a man is something else. You know? We're going to talk to you in a weird way. So he say, baby... I'm gonna tell you this. I think I was like 17, like 17-ish. I think when he told me this, he was like, baby. No, I was like in my 20s because I was with my last son father. And I, I was going through that he was cheating on me all the time. And my dad said, Baby, let me tell you this. He was like, Yeah, he it's old, okay. He drove a Cadillac, didn't he? Look, he used to wear them suits. <laughs> like he about the way you said baby. Like that nigga, that nigga was. Look, He's like, it don't matter if a man cheat. This is exactly what he told me. He said, it don't matter if a man cheat. A man gonna cheat. This is what he told This is exactly what came out of my, my daddy mouth to his daughter. He's like, a man gonna cheat. I don't know why we do it. We just do it. <laughs> That's what he said. He said, but as long as that man coming home to you, you should be all right. See, and, and that as logical as that is, that's not it, you, it's not the way it used to be. That that doesn't hold weight like it used to. Because back exactly. back in the so days, because when he came huh? home, he also took care of everything. So as long as he didn't leave you stuck where you are, you were still gonna be okay. He just needed to get some new pussy somewhere else. Probably didn't even need that. He probably just needed some head, and you know, you've been kind of lazy with it. Who knows? This day and age, he come back, he might come back with COVID, the clap, somebody <laughs> else's kid. Like, you can't, that don't work now. This generation dumb. They feel like if they got away with it once, they're going to try it again. And they don't even go back to the same woman. They're going to try a different woman. So now he done slept with like eight women instead of just messing with one woman eight times. They don't know how to balance it out no more. And then uh, he, uh, Hassan said a lot of men be dead be fathers because of women they have kids with. Now that is also true. Okay. Explain. It's Please true. explain. It's Hassan, true give in, me your explanation and then you give me your explanation. It's true in two different ways. Okay. Okay. Way number one, which is what most men will run to, that woman is not allowing him to be a father. A lot of times some women are they're not happy you no longer want to be in a relationship with them. So they use their kid as a weapon against them. You can't see your kid because you don't want to be me. You can't come around because you can't do you can't do nothing for me. You bring money, but you bring only enough for the you don't bring the money, you just buy the kid stuff anyway. So sometimes the women does make it difficult for the man. Sometimes. 
Not as much as it used to be, but y'all did used to yeah. use the kid as a tool, as a weapon. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think my mom did that to my dad a couple of times, and that started the process I of mean, him backing the I fuck up. I want him ask you, look, spend some time with your kids, because at the end of the day, when these kids get older, they real, they going to know who was there and who wasn't. And guess what? You can't be mad at them when they don't want nothing to do with you. And that's a whole other story for a show I need you to listen to. I'll tell you about it afterwards. The second reason. Okay, y'all gotta pick better men y'all sleep with. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's just start. There. It be our fault too. I ain't even for that to you. <laughs> just, just like, just you. like she said, y'all pick the heifer. Y'all, <laughs> y'all open, y'all open the leg. Yes. Okay. I ain't even for that to you. Y'all and, and I, I, I y'all be kids because I love them dearly, but with different people. I, I like y'all, y'all, y'all pick the dude, so y'all know that this nigga don't have the potential that y'all tend to fall for. Okay. Well, I was a teenage man. I, I had and, no sense. And, that, and that's another I thing. I had no sense. Right. And y'all, y'all got digmatized, and y'all allowed him to get away with stuff. And because he was not forced to man up, that's another thing. These men, these boys, these day and age, they're not being forced to man up when they make the mistakes. Right. They're being allowed to run away. Y'all get into an argument. It's fuck you, fuck you. And now he's over here not caring about what happened with the situation. Right. And you're not putting, you're not applying pressure on him to be a father. Right. You're not making him man up. You're not making him be responsible. You're allowing him to move along. And I hate to say that the government helps with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't leave out the third party factor in this because the government this day and age, not just only black people, white folks do it too. The government takes care of women better if you don't have a man. Mm -hmm. So the minute you try to work things out with this man and you want to get serious and you want to do all these fatherly things with him and the government finds out, oh shit, there's two incomes in this house. Cut that, uh, cut that uh, daycare fee. Let's cut these food stamps. Let's go ahead and raise yeah, your rent yeah. back up. Right. Now it's like, nigga, you making it harder to be here now. So sometimes y'all will push the nigga away because life was easier. Unfortunately. Oh, they pushing people away for government assistance? Do you know that? <laughs> As a chick from Chicago and how y'all ran up like, here, let me tell not you. Something. I'm again as children. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't know our parents' business. So if we lived in a nice house, we didn't know if it was on Section Eight or not. We knew we didn't have as much as the white kids, yeah. but we didn't know that we weren't in our parents. Like I said, kids nine days know everything about their parents. They know who they having sex with. They know how many niggas coming in and out the house with their mama. They know. uh because because like. that's the nigga who eating up all the fruit snacks. But I'm saying is you, I can sit it. We can, I can be at somebody's house and it's a child sitting right there in our conversation. You know what I'm saying? And, and back in the day when children was seen and not heard, and you only seen for a minimum of time, because when a company come over here, you better skedaddle. What do you expect when when children are having the children? Facts. You got children having the kids, so they. Oh shit, we're cracking over here. Uh, when you got kids having kids who are still growing up themselves, both men and women, they tend to make their kid either be an accessory or that's their best friend because we all we got. Like literally, I seen a post today where a girl was bragging about me and my son is all we got. And then the dude was like, Bitch, I'm coming to pick up my kids this afternoon. What are you talking about? 
Like, so they're putting this imagery out there. Also, I hate to say this, folks get too high now. Like, it's to the point where the woman come home, son, dad, father, whatever. Everybody come home, they get high. They don't give a fuck who around no more. Everybody be high. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm not against weed, but I don't smoke around my kids. I don't, I don't eat an edible if I know I'm going to have my daughters at night. I don't be under the influence of anything if I know I'm going to be around my kids. For safety reasons. I just feel like the parenting nowadays is better than it was back then. We are, like Teji say all the time, we complain about men that was raised by us, women. Right. And we got to understand, again, if y'all didn't hear me in the beginning, I said a lot of men are bitch made because they are raised by women. Okay, so... <laughs> no, no, you're not wrong. I agree with you, but your answer is in the story. If a man is bitch made, that means he's made by a bitch, right? <laughs> is that not what you're saying? Yeah. And when women get all off the handle and don't know how to behave, what are they acting like? A bitch. Exactly. So this exactly. is why you get these niggas you get. That's why we have the niggas we have. And I, I agree with that 100% because, again, Remember, I had the uh, who be in their feelings more, men or women. And my guess was like, men, because they was raised by women. Men are so emotional. And women, we have daddy issues when if our daddy wasn't there because sometimes a woman needs that sternness in her life to know what type of men to look for. You know, uh, and daddies can be in the house and still ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Laying around the house ain't working. So she might get a nigga with no job she taking care of. You know what I'm saying? That's what happens when y'all get digmatized. Y'all know they always say the brokest niggas have the best sex, right? That's what I hear y'all say. So what do y'all y'all expect this nigga to mature after y'all got pregnant? No. He gonna be happy. He gonna be fly for the gender reveal party. (laughs) Okay. He gonna bring balloons. He gonna be he gonna he gonna be you know, you know burberried out he'll be burberried out at the baby shower you know what I'm saying he gonna show up at the at the you know the the day of with with some balloons you know taking photos of Facebook saying I'm I'm the pappy y'all some whatever some ignorant shit you niggas say and he gonna post photos like maybe once every two months like he really out here doing some dad shit. But that's my thing. It's just like you have those. So a lot of women see what don't have a man figure in the house. And some of the women, they have a marriage. Don't get a man that's young and your teenage girl is young. Because next thing you know, you never know them little, some of them perverted niggas. Next thing, and that, that, that go. Let's, 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 let's not even, let's, let's not go there yet. But Women, y'all got to start choosing y'all men better, period. And I agree with you 100%. Find out who he dated before. Look you what know. he into. Check his porn history. You know, <laughs> that'll tell you a lot about a man and his porn history. Because, <laughs> you know, we're not smart enough to erase the history in our browser. <laughs> so all you got to do is just type in P, and I guarantee you, whatever filth he's into is going to pop up. But yeah, you're right. We do have raising our daughters, uh, especially um, again. I remember I had this conversation with you um, about my daughter. 
you know. I always forget you guys. It one. was basically I stayed in a relationship because of her. Because I didn't want anybody else around her. He took care of her. He made sure she was straight because he was, you know what I'm saying? But that's her dad. I mean, though she has a biological dad, this the man that raised her. But that doesn't necessarily, I feel what you're saying. And that's cool. I didn't trust, I didn't, you know, me being a woman, I just felt like until she was old enough for me. As no excuse for me to stay, but right, that's what I was saying. Like, I can't justify at that time. Yes, I stayed in a bad relationship, and I was like, and my and daughter. Yes, I did, and, and I probably, will admit, I did. It was bad for me, but it wasn't bad. He wasn't, he was bad to me, but he wasn't bad. What I've, what I've come to find out, and my sister is a, is a prime example. Um, she has two men in her life right now who are like father figures mm-hmm. to both of her daughters. And she's not in a relationship with either one of them anymore. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to stay you with somebody if they have that bond and y'all breakup is respectable. I just didn't feel like as a mother, I didn't want her, I didn't want her to see me dating different men. And then but I didn't you want, don't you don't have to. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't want her I got daughters, so I'm defensive. I didn't want her to see me dating different men. And then I didn't want her to end up in a situation like some of these young girls end up with, like, somebody. I just have that fear of her innocence being taken away. So I I get that. That is definitely a fear that even I have right now. I'm actually more fearful for my oldest than my youngest because my oldest is so loving and so giving and she wants everybody to be happy that all it takes is someone to realize how naive she is and can take advantage of the situation. So I definitely keep the Thule under the seat on purpose. Uh-huh. And all my friends know, I know great places to hide bodies. Uh-huh. And there's a reason for that. Um, and I keep big niggas on deck if we ever got to. But, but, another... but her having that fire figure in her life was a good thing to her. Right. At the end of the day, she was a virgin until she was 19. But this is what. Uh, but... She still watched Disney Channel. Sorry, Tati. You know she's twenty one now, but so yeah. Disney's cracking. I yeah. watch it now too. But, but let she's me still ask my baby girl. But let and me. I, she's always gonna be my baby. But girl. here's she's my... not that next snapping attitude at rolling right. Type of girl. But there is a second issue that you guys may have created. What is that? Her definition of what a relationship looks like. Yeah, she well, made boyfriend is nice from what I know. That's for what you know. We don't know how he acts behind closed doors. I asked her. You think she'll tell me the truth? I don't know. Because I'm the mama you can talk to. I don't know. So I don't. I but I don't know y'all relationship though. Yeah, I'm the mama that she's. I asked her like, y'all be fighting like because I know the type of relationship that she seen me in. Right. So, uh, I asked her because I want to know like, do y'all be fighting? Well, y'all even though this may stuff. not be the situation with this person, you now also may have created the fear that she may purposefully try to stay with him just so she doesn't find somebody like that. Right. She may have feel like she got lucky because when she sees your relationship, that may be what her predetermined de- uh, definition of what a relationship looks like. And because this one guy that she has right now is nothing like what my mom and, and my other dad went through, I got lucky. Not realizing his behavior is how relationships are supposed to be, period. So she may force herself to stay in a long-term 
unhappy. It may not be an abusive relationship, but she still may be unhappy mm-hmm. because her definition of what a relationship is may not be properly defined. So you, you're probably right. You're probably right. You know, I'm always right yeah. when we talk. I say you see. There you go. <laughs> but I, I can agree with you on that. And so just know, had a had a talk with her to see if she's yeah, actually happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want her to be the woman that I am now, you know. The woman that you me. are now is a very you know what, this is your show. I'm gonna be quiet. Tell me, tell me, tell me. It's your tell show. <laughs> Your show. It's not my show. Come to I the, am great. Come to the Death Fresh show and I'll tell you about yourself. <laughs> I'll make sure the topic is about you. Oh, uh, when I come to y'all show anyway, it's gonna be about me. <laughs> just, you know what? You and Juan get into it. I ain't gonna do nothing but sit back and just glow. You my, know, just have my glowing my glow in the dark shirt. TDR but glow in the yeah. dark shirt's coming soon. But um, I feel like us a lot of people that with bad fathers or the great fathers, I think raised some good kids. Then I have a question. I have an answer. Do you think once your kids are grown, you're responsible for their actions and what they do? Yes and no. Okay. Explain. Okay. Um, I'll use my brother as an example. Mm-hmm. So after my dad, finally got out because he did like you did he stayed with my brother's mom until he was grown and then he got the fuck up out of there mm. the minute he got up out of there he kind of disconnected from my brother so my brother lashed out and ended up getting himself arrested from doing some completely dumb shit I, like the dumbest shit this nigga could ever do my dad took responsibility for that because by him doing what he did it was his way of screaming for my dad to see me Uh in so many words um when it comes to me and my daughters i'm already very close to them but there are days where if i get too busy my daughters start acting out Uh so i believe that that's the behavior they're going to carry going up when they want attention from somebody and they don't get it from who they want to they're going to act up so if I don't nip that in the bud or teach them the better way of doing it, that's on me because I allowed that behavior to become normalized for them. So, yeah, I take responsibility for some of their behaviors. Now, if they go out here and do stuff that goes against completely what I taught them, that's on you. Like That's what I'm asking. A lot of people think if your child is grown and go out here and do something like I, I like you don't teach your child to go out and take somebody's stuff or stuff. And then they get locked up, and then next thing you know, everybody blaming you because you wasn't there. Well, it all as a dad. Okay, I'm an active dad, so they couldn't blame me. An inactive dad, yeah, you could definitely do that because you wasn't there to teach them the wrong. Prime example: mm-hmm. I watched the 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 Suicide Squad movie. I don't know if you've seen the new one yet. I've seen half of it, but you've seen at least the beginning, right? No, that last half. Of it. Okay, so in the beginning of the movie, to introduce Idris Alba's character. His daughter comes to visit him in jail. I said that's the part I said. Yeah. And she told him, like, you not my dad, some shit. Like, he's like, You, I'm going to jail because I stole this watch. And the only thing you could tell me is you should have had a lookout. And it was like, as much as that was a bogus ass thing to say, if he was there to teach her that, whether she decided to steal the watch or not, he definitely gave her some information that would avoid her from going to jail. 
So her going to jail could partially be his fault because he wasn't there to teach her. Have a lookout when you do this. Right. Regardless of how fucked up his life is, that little bit of knowledge could have made a big difference. Right. That's sometimes why they say when you're when a particular parent is missing, that bit of knowledge that they could have get give to them that maybe the other parent couldn't sometimes can make the biggest difference of how they behave. My brother probably wouldn't have done what he did if my dad was there to say, look, bro, there's other ways to get money. I mean, he knows that, but at least by him being there saying, it's a dumbass now. That's dumb as fuck. There's a lot of things that I did that I know for a fact having my biological dad compared to my stepdad would have made more sense. But the like the trouble I got into, even you were selling drugs across state line. You chose that the life. Trouble I got into. No, I honestly don't know if she was really selling drugs. Wasn't there? It, I didn't blame him. It was. It was me. I was mad at the world, but it was. What was you mad at the world about? I don't know. I don't know. Was I, don't, I was just it mad. It might have <laughs> been because he wasn't there. It I'm just mad. It might have been. It might have been the fact that this man went out and had other kids and was like. He's not good enough no more, so I'm going to go make something new. Because, you know, when we kids, we young, we think irrational. Like, I'm not good enough to be the only kid anymore, but you went and had another kid, when in actuality, you just had another kid because y'all was drinking Hennessy and fucking. It ain't got nothing to do with me. But as kids, that's what we think. We think wild shit. Tello's still mad about a big wheel. Let's be honest, bro. You can't do nothing with a big wheel at this age, but you've been mad at him this all this time. So I get it. Yeah, it's just like, you know, uh, when they get, when you're an adult, that affects y'all relationships. Adults that with daddy issues, men have daddy issues just as well as women. I brought this this topic to the forefront because somebody asked on Facebook, do you think that daddy issue affects relationship? Yes. Yes, they do wait a minute. What was the question? <laughs> my, my mama was on my pay on, on one of my posts. I had to make sure she wasn't watching this uh, episode. It must be storming again. Yeah, it's probably the wind. But yes, daddy issues do affect the relationship. It depends on the daddy issue of in at hand. What's your biggest daddy issue? Were you not, were you not hugged enough? To tell you the truth. Nobody told me they loved me until I was grown. Well, that was going to be the next thing I was going to ask. You wasn't told I loved you. You know, No, no, real talk. The funny like, thing is in the world, that's the issue me and my mom have. Yeah. Like, my mom never says I love you. You know, and that, and that, and, and the crazy part about it is not grown when I turned 18, not grown when I turned 21, not gr- damn near when I was 30. It's damn near 35 to 40, if that, you know. You know, I love you, right? Yeah. And that's why I tell everybody when I get on here, I love them because a lot of, I know for a fact that people don't tell their children that they love them. I think because our generation, like the parents that our parents, they didn't express love. They showed love like they looked at the materialistic values of things as what love meant because they came from a generation where being poor was normalized. So when they had the opportunity to give us more and give us better, and they did that, that was supposed to be their way of telling us, I love you. Because as many times as me and my mom have gotten into arguments with things over life and about how my childhood went while I was working through my trauma, her response was, but didn't you get everything you wanted? 
didn't you have this when other kids didn't? And it took me talking to my therapist a few times to realize my mom was not saying, but I did this, I did that. My mom was saying, but this is how I was saying I love you. So the fact that you're not receiving my love language the way I give is not the same as you receive. We always had this mental blockage. I didn't know my love language was words of affirmation. Mine's is too. Mine's and, is that in quality time. And and that is that is my number one love language. Because the simple fact is, I need somebody to tell me, you know, certain things. You have to tell me. If you don't tell me, I don't, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, if I'm mad at my kids, if I'm cussing them out over the phone, when I say, get, the, I tell them, get the fuck off my phone, and I love you. Bye. <laughs> Terrible. I'm surprised they, they didn't divorce you. <laughs> they ain't gonna divorce me because I told my love kids. Kids need to get emancipated more often. Y'all don't know how to act. Man, they be pissing me off. <laughs> you probably be pissing them off. Yeah, if I was your kid, I know for a fact you were pissing me off. They know I love them. They let me cool out. They call me back in a couple weeks. <laughs> and that's the thing with me and my mom. Like, after I realized, like, what her, she's she's a gift giver. Mm-hmm. Like, her love language is to give gifts and to receive them. And that's where me, I'm not a big gift giver by default. Like, I'm like, tell me what the hell you want. I'll get it because I don't ever want to be that person who gave you something mm-hmm. and it's sitting in the back of the closet. I might've been working high and low to get that gift for you, but you put it in the back of the closet because it's not what you want. Mm. Like I, that's why prime, my mama asked for this vanity mirror for Christmas, right? But take consideration. My birthday is a week before Christmas. So I'm looking at her like, why am I buying you a vanity mirror? What are you getting me for my birthday? I always did this with her. But I went out through the fucking snow to find the target that physically had it in stock because trying to mail order it to her, it wouldn't have got there in time. And I wouldn't have heard the end of it from my mama because it wasn't there for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Bought it, put it together, made sure it was all good to go. By the time she came home from work that day, boom, here's your vanity mirror. Merry motherfucking Christmas. <laughs> you know, now you say it like that. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, I, I could say it like that a, to my mom. No, I say it like that now because. Now, have you mind, she asked for this vanity mirror because we used to complain about her being at the kitchen stove using the hot curler. Now, you, this is how you know my mama old because she had the stove with the, with the hot them, combs them and hurt. shit. Right? But that's how she would do her hair every morning. So I'm like, let me get you a vanity mirror. I bought the little thing where you just put it in there and whatever. You didn't have to be in the damn kitchen no more. I can clean the kitchen up before you leave for work. Everybody's good. She never used that damn table. Do you know she turned around and after having that table for four years, gave it to my, to my wife? You, this is not your fucking gift to give away. Wait, she gave it to your wife for what, what, what gift? Which gift? Christmas? Birthday? No, just when we when we were finally getting <laughs> married and moving. Right. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I was pissed because I bought this for you. I don't give a damn. No one gets this. Break a leg on it so you can at least throw something. Don't be giving my shit away. And to this day, my mother would tell you, I never buy her another gift. When she ever asks for anything, I bring that table up. 
Like, I'm not going to buy you this chair you asking for because you're not going to sit in there. Just like you didn't use that vending machine. I burnt every single time. Never again. Don't buy shit for people. You don't appreciate the first gift I get to you. Ain't getting shit else. And I do the same thing with my kids. I bought my kid. I asked when it's their birthday, what do you want for your birthday? Right. My youngest always says, I don't know, but she be knowing because she'll say it like two hours later. Anything like, are you hungry? No, I'm not hungry. Two hours later, daddy, can I have some oatmeal? I just asked you that you want some oatmeal when your sister was, but I wasn't hungry then. I don't get. No, will get out of my face. Um, but my youngest loves gifts. So her love, her love language is gift giving. I know for a fact I have to buy her stuff. Okay. With that, let's go there. A lot of fathers mess that mess up they chill they daughters like that. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because do, some daughters think that a person loved them by giving gifts, and some people that they will love them just by sharing they love them and not buying them gifts so they'll throw a fit and feel like oh <laughs> you don't love me because you didn't buy me this you know what i'm saying why do like it's okay there is there's a there's a phrase that's out there no man will ever love you like your father will. That's true. Okay, if your dad I ain't found one yet. never love you like your dad do. I ain't found one yet. My if a woman, <laughs> see, if if a woman, a woman's standards is based on how her father treats her. Yeah. Okay. So if you have how a dad, right. So if your dad always made sure you didn't need for anything. He taught you how to be financially stable. Yeah. He took you out there and taught you the basics of a car. Mm -hmm. Basically gave you the blueprint to be independent. Mm -hmm. You cannot expect a woman to accept a no good ass nigga then. Because they already know what standards are. If you can't change a tire on a car. If you don't know what this light means. If you can't fix something in the house. That woman's going to do one of two things. She's either going to dump you and find a man that could. She probably already had one. You just didn't know about it. man shit right there. And she probably already had one and you just yeah. didn't know about it. Uh, or two, she's going to get up and do it her damn self. Uh, if I got to do it myself, ain't no use you being around. Teresa and her sister are what I deemed as too independent because they'll say, hey, this needs to be done. And before I can even get into motion, because I might say, well, I got to go to the store tomorrow and pick something up. I'll come back. They done figured out a way to do it right then and there. And they, and they like that because their dad was like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I've always respected Teresa's dad because if there's anybody who knows how to get it out the mud, it's that nigga. Like, this man, he's from Chicago, so he's a natural-born hustler. Okay? I've always given him credit on that. Always hustle. Yeah, he's always a, a natural-born hustler. So he's always got some way to get it out the mud. So when me and her first started dating, it was difficult to date her because she didn't want for nothing. Her love language is acts of services. She wants you to do stuff for her. It's like they went to Chicago to visit their great-grandfather. I had the whole house immaculate. I'm talking like this house smells like bleach clean. That's that old school clean. Mm. I know. I, I'm a bleach cleaner. She was more turned on by that than the fact of I went out and bought her a new car when she got her, not this car, but the car before. She got the car before. She's like, oh, okay, I'm going to work. I'll talk to you later. She didn't give a damn about the car. It was just a car. 
But the fact that the house, top to bottom, everything was where it needed to be, things was fixed, lights was changed, everything was done. I was able to do that because it wasn't nobody in the damn house but me for five days. So I take my time. Hold on, I'm getting there. Oh, okay. You know, I'm, I'm a storyteller. You don't. Who said they're spoiled? A woman that thinks giving her gifts is a way of loving her. That's because she's been taught that the value of that's money. That's what you're teaching. No, you're it's not. not. The value of money is you don't love me if you don't buy me something. So your daddy, that, 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 your daddy, like your daddy is. brings you breakfast in bed, right? Yeah. So you expect your man to bring you breakfast in bread, right? I'm not gonna say he don't love me because he don't. Chicks who feel like you need to buy me something as love. That's how you hold on. Her. But that that means she comes from a family where that man had tons of money and he was throwing it around like it wasn't nothing. A lot of girls like that grew up with drug dealer daddies where materialistic things were top priority. That's no different than these women who make sure that their son dressed like a grown ass man at four years old. And she makes sure that every time a new pair of Jordans come out, this little nigga got them. So now he's 16 years old and them cute little Jordans you were buying for him all the time now cost $400. The difference with a man and a woman is it's not hard for us to keep y'all and what y'all ask for. Because y'all clothes are a lot cheaper. Y'all jewelry is not that much. Women are easier to please. So if I gave my daughter $200 and say, here, go do what you want, she's going to get what she want with that $200 because I got money to burn at that point in time. If I ain't got money to burn, you get taught the value of a dollar. That's the difference. But when she get old, what I'm saying is she's supposed to have high expectation. That's fine. But when she get older and get with somebody who's financially stable, let's say he's financially stable, but he's not a flirt, or a, a spender like that because he's thinking of the long term. And she's always throwing a tantrum because he won't buy her what she wants. And because she's like that, because her dad raised her like so that. So the question then becomes, why is he still there then? Because he knows for a fact that I'm not gonna sit, I'm not gonna sit here and give you five hundred dollars for a purse when that five hundred dollars can go to buying us a house instead. Or that's what I'm saying. And I get that. That that's because exactly that's because. What I'm saying. But those but are the type of feel like your your child feel like. Oh, you didn't buy it for me. You don't love me. First, but I'm saving for the long run just in case something happened. First and, of all, stuff got to be paid. First, she mad because he didn't buy a fucking purse, and because he didn't buy a purse, you don't love me, and that go a big ass argument because that's the way she was raised. Okay, so that's what I first of all, like I said once again, that's because she got a daddy that's a drug dealer, <laughs> and he don't care about money because he's constantly bringing more money in. So because she knows that she's always been able to get money, what's going to happen with her? She's going to date a drug dealer. She's going to be a chick who's that's all part of daddy issues. too. Though. She's all that's no, that's parental issues, period. Because I know mothers who give their kids whatever they want at the exact same time. Yeah, it's all that's, that's mommy issues. Out here no, sometimes. That's, that's right. see, the difference is, is that's ain't right. But we talk about daddy issues. The right thing now. about it is, is that's not necessarily a specific gender issue as much as your parenting style. Uh Some people throw money at their kids left and right because they got it like that. So if you don't put a cap 
on financial responsibilities, you get women like that who feel like this new purse that came out is $500. I got to have it. If you teach your kids to be materialistic, they're going to grow up and be materialistic. If you're not teaching your kids to be material, if you're teaching them to value stuff, then you can get it. Like prime example, I'll get back to my father. My kids are currently materialistic. You want why they're materialistic? Because wherever they go, whether it's with me and their mom, their aunties, their grandparents, they literally can ask for something. It may only be $5, but they get it. That adds up. It gets to the point now they have the expectation that whenever they go to the store, they're going to get something. So when I sat down one day and looked at their room, I was like, y'all got a bunch of bullshit in here. And y'all keep getting more and more bullshit. This shit got to go. Y'all can't get nothing new until either what you want here is gone or we throw it all out. So you raising your children. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm saying it can affect their relationship later when you raise them to be materialistic. And that's why I'm trying to break that now. That's why I said it's not about the daddy or the mommy. It's about parental teaching. Because now that they've been... First of all, my girls are the first grandkids for Teresa's side of the family. No, they're her mother's first granddaughters because neither one of her sisters got kids. And they're my mother's first grandkids. So they get spoiled by the grandmas by default. Right. That's, okay. That's just right. But the fact. I'd be wondering why the, the mama, uh, my mom and them treat the grandkids. Right. Like, like, hold on. You was beating my ass with the same oh, right. shit. But you just gave my toy for it. Right. Like, you are not the same woman who used to beat right. me when I was 10. What the <laughs> hell is this? But. No, um, I literally had to sit down one day and I was like, look, they can't keep getting shit because now they're starting to feel entitled. Right. And then my youngest is getting to the point where she'll throw a tantrum. Like, uh-uh, we don't do that white shit here in this family. You're not going to throw no tantrum publicly. Because I have, I don't get embarrassed when my kids do shit. I will definitely take you into behind the, the coat rack at the Target and, 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 Shit. Went to my kids is here one night when we're here. Completely different story with how I act. They'll they'll catch a hot one in public. And then I let them, and then the craziest part is my oldest, I let her put I let her pick her punishment. She picked far worse things I would come up with. Like she stopped herself from going to Mexico. Oh no, I wouldn't get that. It was like you feel like, and it was something small. She was like, I "Well, ass I was I, I, ass whooping on your last, and they don't even last <laughs> two minutes because parents get tired." I'm telling you that, like, like she almost did, she almost didn't have her birthday this year because she did every, something. I'm telling you, kids, now every every time your parents say pick a punishment, pick an ass whooping, and I don't, it ain't gonna last no more than two minutes. I don't even think I asked her to pick a punishment. And I was like, what, do you think people who do this deserve something? And she was like, no. So what do you think is supposed to happen to them? They don't get to go places. So like, they think like, she be thinking her own shit, don't even be realizing it. But no, you got to break, like, if you really, you really have to pay attention to your kids. Mm -hmm. And you have to pay attention to what you do to your kids. Right. To avoid creating women and men, because men are like that too. Like, I know men who could have rent due in two weeks, but there's a new pair of Jordans that came out, and they up at 5 o'clock in the morning on the app. You know, Milwaukee real big for materialistic people. Because we fake it till we make it, people. 
it be the they be broke, but they be looking like they got millions of dollars because they out here, motherfucker. That's why half y'all ass getting put out because <laughs> we 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 are. Hold on now, part of Chicago fought too. <laughs> We 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 are a make we are a fake it till we make it city where people will pretend like they got it long enough to convince people that they have it whether or not Milwaukee is a show me state. It's it, it, show me city. What uh, well I'm that's not a city, but that's because I'm smarter than that, y'all. Yeah. That's the that's the it's Chicago political. people who migrated here. No, you're not. You're not gonna do that. that. Is you're not gonna do how that. many times? You're not gonna do you that. niggas came up you're here with all this this shit that didn't make it to Milwaukee the, yet. I'm about all this expensive stuff. I'm with all this expensive stuff just to go and show another motherfucker that I got some money when I really ain't got no money. They learned that from you, Chicago. No, they niggas. did not. No, yes, we don't did. do that. We don't do that. Do niggas, we do not do the that. The niggas who got ran we out of... Nigg- hold on, let me finish. The niggas who we got wanna, ran... We, we were the simplest stuff. We don't even... We were local people shit. The, <laughs> we were the local niggas, people shit. The niggas These who got... motherfuckers out here back... Gucci. <laughs> Look, let me... Let me let, no, no, no. Let me, let me tell you how the Chicago people... <laughs> So the, we were lo- our local people. You, this is what. So the niggas who got ran out of Chicago because either they 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 snitches or they couldn't survive or they want to take care of Wisconsin welfare because Wisconsin welfare is a little bit better than Illinois. They would come up here with local shit from Chicago, acting like it's some brand new shit. You know, Milwaukee kind of slow with getting shit. Let's keep it a buck, okay? So they'll come up here with some new shit that ain't nobody here got yet. And niggas feel like they big, high, and mighty. So next thing you know, it a, a local Milwaukee nigga was like, "Oh, he got that. Let me go get something like that to say that I'm better." Not realizing you niggas came with some fake shit, some cheap shit, some knockoff shit. So it may only cost you forty five, but because you trying to impress other niggas who ain't even from here, your dumb ass went and bought the real thing. So now you walking around with a Gucci belt. See that right there lets you know how ignorant I'm niggas not, is. I, I'm not even saying fake shit. I say we wear local people shit. Like we wear, like we I just, wear my cousin them shirts and stuff like that with they brands and stuff. And like we it. just That's now start. We just now starting to get that mentality y'all, now. Y'all here is all about name brand shit. They spending three hundred dollars on Yeezys. $400 on Jordans. Everybody got on the same shoes. Mind you, these the same motherfuckers that asked her how much a $5 shot costs. Are you kidding me? First of all. Mind you, first the of same all. motherfuckers that's asking for $20, $30 fucking dollars after that shoe drop. Mind you. Ooh, the they, same that's, because, <laughs> that's because bitches are fucking for 40 So they got So at the end of the day, you would rather be here showing off don't say for you. For the next mug. Now, I'm not saying you, but for the next mug. Because I just started buying Jordan. By going broke. And I buy mines off of resale, so I don't even buy mines new. And then <laughs> the generation so messed up now. Everybody's showing money on social media. Everybody's that, selling drugs on social media. Now, if you, now back in my day, you would have been got. Well, <laughs> okay. And you know what? Let's, let's, let's not veer off topic too much. But I say that all the time. So I have a, a a show on here. You know, you know the show I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. When they first couple of episodes they came in, they came in acting real niggerish. 
They was flashing money. They was talking big, the whole nine yards. I'm like, if y'all wasn't on my network, I would make one phone call, and the minute you niggas walk out of Sherman Phoenix, y'all going to pockets turn inside out. And it's not that I don't like y'all. It's old head niggas would want to teach you a lesson. Yeah, that's really what it would all be about. Because you might even get your money back I mean, afterwards. It's different. They selling, they showing weed, money, everything. Back in the day, people knew you had money by the cars you drove. You know what I'm saying? But they weren't advertising it. Like that's that. because this day and age is so heavy in social oh, media. Show somebody no, no, they so heavy in social it. media that they have, they feel like they have to do everything publicly. They don't know how to do like there's a whole there's a whole couple of groups and I go in the group and the first thing someone says I got gas and it's the phone number. I'm like, first of all, if the if, if, if the police really was bored one weekend and wanted all to, I have to do is go on social all media. All do is just go on social media and make a phone call. Drugs, like fine, make a phone call. Oh, I don't smoke no weed because at the end of the day, my weed bed be locked up because everybody's they do, showing their product do. on social media. Like I joke about I move way to cross state lines. Now, whether I do it or not, no one would ever believe me. So and I love it like that. I only publicly say that because nobody will ever believe me. But if I'm dead serious, you will never see me say, show, act, behave. You're not supposed to. I be done buried my money in ways that people wouldn't think about it. Like I would be seeing the craziest stuff on social media, I'd be like, Are you kidding me right now? But that's them, that's this generation because that's how they communicate. Someone will post whatever code for weed is at that moment, and mm. someone will dive in their inbox saying, Hey, let me get A, B, C, D. Not realizing they're creating a paper trail. Well, we did get off subject, so that's because you wild, fam. I know. I'm so happy to be back. Next Tuesday, I'm supposed to have a guest I'm interviewing. Um, he wants to talk about his music, so I'm going to do that and stuff he's into. He's an African rapper, I think, or a singer. So, um, what, are you, what are you rapping about? I'm not making no... I just want to know, is he is he a backpacker? Is he talking about trapping in the mud or the hut or whatever it is? What, 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 what particular country in Africa is he from? Cause if he's from Kenya, that nigga gangster. But if he's from like Sudan, I don't know, man. I got I got to hear these bars. I'm sick of your shit. I just asked a legitimate question. Um, we gonna ask these questions <laughs> when he when he come on. He got a, he, got a, he got a quick a mean he got to spit a, a mean okay. sixteen. The week after that, I am interviewing some movie producers. I posted the movie on my page, but I reposted before the interview so y'all can view it. Um, What's the name of the movie? I forgot. It's a sci-fi movie. It looked good, though. I looked at it. Yeah, you're making sci-fi movies? Yeah. You need any extras? You know, it's already made. I'll be alien number four. (laughs) I ain't got no problem with being alien number four. Hey, a trailer don't mean the movie done. I just want you to know that. I know. I'm just saying. I I learned that the other day. A trailer sometimes just means that we got enough footage and we're showing you what what this movie can be. So invest invest in us more so we can finish it. I'm interviewing them about their sci-fi movie. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. I'm happy to be back for the fourth season. This was great, Daddy Issues. Again, my guest that was supposed to be here. Again, we had a bad storm, so my co-host is not here. And I hope my guest that was supposed to be here is so you okay. Damn, we didn't have your producer here. 
So I damn near didn't have my producer. I would have been here by my damn self because uh, I wasn't missing my season opening. I don't know how you was going to do it. Niggas going to go live on Facebook oh, outside of the patio in the rain. I've been gone a whole month not talking to these people. I miss my people. I miss y'all. If nobody told y'all today, I'm going to tell you I love you. See y'all next week. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.